What is up, everybody, and welcome back to a new episode of The Wolf Den with your host, Kirk the Wolfman Thornton. So today I have a very, very special guest. Well, all of my guests are actually very special, but this one, this one holds a special place in my heart. Um, this man is, you know, on fire for the Lord daily. He's pretty much taught me everything I know so far about disc golf. And no, it's not Austin Fulgham again. Uh, but my guest today is none other than the Peyton Brassfield. What's good, podcast listeners? How y'all doing today? So, I probably shouldn't ask them how they're doing because they can't, they can't respond back yeah, it's to me. Fine. It's okay. It's fine. So, uh, yeah, Peyton, Peyton and I have been friends for... Three years now, yes, yeah, or something. I think it's my third year. But honestly, it's it's not like it's not even like we're friends. It's more like we're brothers. Amen, dude. It's a great relationship. It's it like we're we're so close uh, together. So Peyton, I'm gonna let you kind of take over for just a little bit and just kind of let you tell a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Um. So name's Peyton Brassfield, obviously, but um, I grew up Houston, Mississippi. It's a very small town up northeast Mississippi. Um, it's close to Tupelo, but um, I actually now live in New Albany, and my dad's a pastor there, so we've been living there for about two years now. Um, I run track and cross country here at Mississippi College. I've been doing track and cross country since I was um, in middle school, and so I've been doing that for a, a long time now, which I'm super thankful for. It's been um, a very big and exciting gift in my life from the Lord these past few years, being on the team. Um, so I'm super thankful for that, but also in other big news, um, another thing about me is I got engaged this weekend. Yes. And um, it was so awesome. We had a little picnic together, um, and it was just such a sweet time. And um, I would say that's the biggest news lately about myself, the most changing thing so far. Yeah, I remember you told me the, you told me as we were coming back to MC from yeah. Hans playing disc golf, you told me that Friday, and... Or you told Wes, and I'm like, wait, what's going on? Yeah. You, then you told me, and yeah. so, like, I, I'm really happy for you. Um, now, if I remember correctly, you said that it almost got spoiled. It did. So you want, you want to kind of give us the whole story behind that? So, my whole goal is I wanted Lakin, that's her name, Lakin Norris, um, to be surprised. And so, um, leading up to it, I talked to her father um, I think it was like three or four weeks before I wanted to make sure I could get a good time to meet with him. We talked about it. And then like I called her mom and I called her stepdad and her stepmom and I made sure all the parents knew about it, wanted to get um, all their blessings, make sure they knew um, what I expected, like what I wanted, what they expected of me as well. Mm-hmm. So I told them and I told um, a lot of my friends and a lot of my close family, but I left it to her family to kind of tell, like, her siblings. Because, I mean, she has a really big family. And so I was like, I can't text every single one of her uh, family members individually and talk and call them. I guess I could have. But I figured they would do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so going on, we went to the whole planning stage. I really want it to be a sweet time. I really want to be surprised. Because we both talked about it. We knew it was coming eventually. Um, But I still want it to be a surprise. And so the goal was to have a really sweet date. We went back to where we met. Uh, which is Trace State Park. It's kind of like the reservoir in Jackson, um, if you've ever been there. And so it was out over the water, a super sweet picnic. My mom, my sister did it all. Um, and I'm super thankful for that. But I thought her dad would have told her sister. But the thing about her sister is she's actually how I met Lakin. 
so I was sister. I, mean, I was friends with her sister before I was friends with Lakin. Okay. And so um, her dad, he gave a very good description um, in saying that if he would have told Taylor, then she would have told Lakin before I ever could. And so he knew she would probably have spoiled it. Me and Taylor are the same age. Uh, we're both 21. Um, and so me and her are real good buds. I should have told her looking back now, but I guess I thought her dad would. So Lakin wants to call uh, Taylor, which is her sister, before we go on the date. I told Lakin we were going to a friend of mine's engagement party. He had recently just got engaged, and so I may have fibbed a little bit to get her to dress nice, to get her all dolled up for the pictures. I told her we were going to go to his engagement party to celebrate with him. And so I, I pick her up from the house, and her sister, um, they get on FaceTime together because Lakin wants to show her, her her outfit she had just got. And so I'm excited. I'm headed to the place. I mean, we are literally like five minutes away. Like we are almost there. And uh, Taylor's like, Lincoln, like, what, what are you wearing? Like, why are you so dressed up? I didn't think this was a big deal. And I was like, what is she talking about? Oh, no. <laughs> and uh, Lincoln was like, oh, me and Peyton are going to an engagement party for one of his friends back home. And then her sister's like, you're not going to Catherine's uh, birthday party? Catherine's her stepmom. Ooh. So it was actually Catherine's birthday on the day that we got engaged. Okay. And so her dad had told her that to get ready to come to a birthday party for Catherine so that her and her boyfriend would get ready and, and so that they would show up. Um, and then, then he would tell her once they showed up so she wouldn't give away the surprise. But she thought the whole time this was a birthday party for her stepmom that she was going to. So Taylor's like, I feel like we're so underdressed for this. Like, you're not going to uh, Catherine's birthday party? And Lincoln was like, my dad didn't even tell me. Like, what's going on? And Taylor's like, why didn't Daddy tell you? And I was like, holy crap, holy crap, holy crap. And I'm literally like pulling my phone out as I'm driving. I'm like, this is not smart at all. I had to solve the problem. So I'm in the process of texting her sister, be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. I'll explain later. And right before I can send it, like, it's like, I'm just going to call Daddy real quick and see what he says. (laughs) And so then, um, like, it hangs up on Taylor. And then I go to start trying to text her dad. And I'm, ty- I'm typing, don't answer, don't answer, don't answer. But I don't have enough time to text it by the time he answers the phone. And Lakin's like, Daddy, why didn't you tell me that we were having a birthday party for Catherine? And the whole time I was like, no, why? Like, we were literally, like, at this point, like, we were pulling up to the place. Yeah. And uh, I was paying to get in. It was a state park. You had to pay to get in. I was paying the dude to get in. And Lakin talking to her dad. And, like, luckily, by the grace of God, he, he's super slick with it. And he's like, oh, well, I know, like, you had your practice. You're taking her practice test for education that morning. So I know you had your practice that morning. I knew you would have been really tired afterwards. I know you hadn't seen Peyton in a little bit. So I wanted y'all to have a, a good time together. And she said, we're going to do something for Catherine later. And so I knew you would be okay if you didn't come. Well, she's like, well, I wish you would have told me. Like, I wanted to be there. And I was like, okay, I feel like this is getting better. My biggest fear was that Taylor, I didn't know Taylor didn't know. Until yeah. we got to the engage, engagement party. And so I thought Taylor knew, but thought it had already happened. And then was about to say something about it. And I thought she was going to say, like, congratulations, like, so happy for y'all. And I'm like, please stop. No, 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 no. And so luckily, um, her dad, he, he resolved the situation. We pull up, we get there. And when I had told her the reason we were at the state park before we went to the engagement party was that my buddy had lost a disc there 
there was a, a disc golf course at the place. Mm-hmm. And so I told her, hey, they found his disc. He wanted me to pick it up before we went to the party to see him there. And she's like, okay. So I was like, hey, like, you going to get out and come help me find it? She was like, I feel like I'm too, too dr- nice dressed for that. And I was like, come on, it, it'll be fine. Like, you'll help me find it sooner if you just come with me. And then luckily she got out of the car, and then we walked down, and then uh, the picnic was at the bottom of the hill. Okay. And so once we, like, got to the top of the hill and looked down, I think it might be over here. She wasn't even looking at the picnic. She was looking all around. Yeah, just like, Let's just walk down here real quick. And she was like, oh, okay. So we start walking, and she's she like, what is this? What is this? Uh, but then we had, like, a sweet time together, and I think after, like, we had hung around there for, like, 45 minutes, um, I finally popped the question, dude. I was so nervous, though. But, I mean, it was I mean, it was awesome. I was so thankful yeah. for it. Well, I'm glad that that's that is honestly pretty pretty funny and pretty sweet at the same time. Yeah. Um, and it's so, something I told this man before he even asked the question. I said, just be sure to keep the Lord yeah. at the center of y'all's relationship. Definitely. And, like I I know he already knows that, but you know that's mm-hmm. that's honestly advice for anybody in a relationship or trying to pursue a relationship. Pursue the Lord first, and then you know, in time things will happen, mm-hmm. and he'll right. he'll make sure of that. Right. Um. And so, yeah, I, I, I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited for that. y'all. I know y'all are gonna have a great future together. Um. Thank you. So usually I would ask Peyton some crazy random questions, but uh, he said that he's got some uh, pull up for me. And so far, this hasn't been a long, you know, podcast episode. Yeah. Um. But you know, not. not I'm not going to try to go an hour, and I'm not trying to going to try to go like at least ten minutes or anything mm. like that. Yeah. But if you want to, just you know, you can fire away some questions or just you. you know, we can just talk about whatever. Yeah, it's it's whatever. So the reason I like to ask Kurt the questions today is because I'm big on asking random, like kind of out there questions to get you to thinking. A lot of like what ifs, but also a lot of them are just kind of out there there's no real point to him it's just kind of like this would be a cool question to ask like oh what would I do in this situation yeah. um, and so I love like I have a whole entire list I told Kurt before I have a whole entire list that I add to when more questions pop up or I hear from somebody else um, and some of them I can change today to personalize them to Kurt but some of them um, are pretty consistent questions that I ask a lot of people um, and so I'll start off with one that me and Kurt can both relate to is a lot of the times people ask if you could have a meal with anybody, what would you, who would you uh, play with? But one thing I'll ask Kurt is if you could play a uh, disc golf round with <laughs> himself and then three other people. So it's four of them, himself and three other people. Who would those three people play? Who would those three people be? Like it could be anybody, professional, friends, historic, dead or alive. Well, you you would be one of them. Heck yeah! Just because you know we we have that 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 connection, like we we're, we're right. brothers, you know. Right. And you know you, you can still teach me some things. Um, another person I would love to play disc golf with, even though I would definitely get beat, Paul Macbeth. That'd be awesome. Um, and I know I also know he could give me some pointers. Yeah. Um, which I think would be would be really cool. So there's one be, more. One more. Yeah. Okay. Um, one more, jeez. So I've got a professional disc golfer. I've got a friend. Let's see. Uh. So you know who the actor Kirk Cameron is, right? Yeah. I would I would want to play him. That'd be see fun. how see how he yeah. does. 
I think, um, I, I think it'd be a good group. But yeah, uh, like I've wanted, I've wanted to meet Kurt Cameron. Mm-hmm. Like I know he's a great actor, and I know where his heart is. Yeah. Oh, uh, in pursuing the Lord, but I, I, I would like to just you know play around a disc golf with him and just you know just talk to him about the Lord and stuff yeah. like that. You know, just just to have that general, you know, one on one conversation. So. Yeah. Well, what about you? What who would who would, who would my group be? Yeah. I'm really torn, you know. Because part of me sees this as like an opportunity to play with a bunch of professionals, but a lot of the time, some of the best rounds are just when you're hanging out, mm-hmm. um, just hanging out with the boys and chilling. So I'm torn, you know, because I think I think those are very different purposes. Because I would use like the, I would use one round with the pros, you know, gain a bunch of knowledge. Yeah, they'd probably they'd definitely kick my tail, um, but I think I would learn a lot and get a lot better. But on the other hand, playing with friends is a lot more fun. A little competitive. You never know who's going to win. <laughs> so I, I guess I'll go the, the professional route. Um, so cause I, feel like I, have, I have so many friends that play disc golf. I feel like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to just pick three of them, you know, to make a good that makes That makes sense. So I'm going to go all professionals. I'm going to go um, Paul McBeth. I mean, he... Um, I call him the Michael Jordan, I guess. I know people, some people say, what's well, King Climbo or whatever, but Paul McBeth, he's just got a good mentality and like he's a beast with it. Then I say Drew Gibson. Okay. He's been one of my new favorites over this past year. He's gotten a lot um, better, and I feel like he's got a good personality too. Like he's a real cool guy, you know? Like mm-hmm. I feel like he'd be a fun guy to hang out with. And then I'm torn for my last one because I want to say Brody Smith. Being the fact that, like, I guess he helped my love for disc golf kind of grow because just his like, his, like, content was easy to get into. It made me want to go play more. Yeah. But, like, there's so many other good people I want to play with. But I guess I'll, I guess I'll pick him. Okay. Yeah, I guess I'll pick him. Yeah, when it, when it, comes, to, when it comes to that, it's, it, I, know, I know you've been into disc golf a lot longer than I have, mm-hmm. but it is kind of hard to, you know, pick. Right. There's so many good guys out there. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. So so what's the next question? So the next question is, this one's pretty fast and simple. Would you sell your pinky for $1,000? Well, which pinky? It's random. It's random? It's 50-50. So you got to be willing to give up one of your pinkies for $1,000. Okay, I'll say this. If it was my left pinky, Yes. But it's random, so it could be your right pinky. I mean, I don't really use my pinky all that much, not when riding or driving or anything like that. You have to hold like a disc like that, that I guess. Oh, yeah. I but I mean, that. I mean, you could still probably do it. I don't know. I, if it's if it's completely random, I, no, I wouldn't do it. But if so I had, if, but if I had to choose, mm-hmm. and I could choose my left pinky, I would definitely say yes. So since you said no to it being random. How much would it take for you to say yes? Uh, like, what was the bare minimum it would take? Probably half mil. 500,000? Mm-hmm. Dang. <laughs> Dang, that's a lot of money. What about you? I, I think I would. You think you would? Like, if it was, like, surgically removed and, like, it wasn't going to be, like, them chopping it off and, like, being very painful. Yeah. I think I would do it. I mean, I don't know. I, I get oh, here's the thing though you can always get a prosthetic right a thousand dollars isn't like 
a ton in the grand yeah. scheme of life and whatnot. But now I'm saving for a wedding, so a thousand dollars matters. <laughs> oh, most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think right now I would say yes. And who knows what would happen if they actually had the the ability to do it. Yeah. Um. Next question. I forgot to go back on the last question. So you have your <laughs> your group you're playing with. Okay. What course would you want to play on? It could be around here. It could be one of the um, national courses they play tournaments on. I'd have to say Heinz. Heinz, really? Yeah. You want, you want them to dominate it? Well, not not necessarily that, but I want to see how they do on hole three with having to go around the tennis courts. And then hole four having to go down that straight alleyway. Oh yeah. With the trees. Oh yeah. But I get but the rest of them it it wouldn't be as bad. Just yeah. like those those front two mm-hmm. would be rather difficult. Yeah. I, I genuinely think I mean he could go eighteen under, nineteen under if he aces, um any of them. There's a couple that are really short. I, mean, I could I could see him doing that. Yeah. Times. So uh which ones? Which ones do you think he could ace? I think he could ace um, nine. Okay. Which is the short forehand. Yeah. Um, I think any of them could ace one, but I mean it's kind of like luck at that point. Yeah. But um, then eleven, which is the other short one. I've seen people. I've seen somebody ace that one before. Um, yeah. How how well do you think they would do on thirteen? The one that it's the fairway is literally in the middle of the parking lot. And the parking lots. I think I think they go well. Like um, Kirk Cameron, I don't know how well he would play. <laughs> you know, Macbeth. I mean, he's got. I think that holds three fifty. He's got three fifty with yeah a slow mid range. I mean, I think he could probably do it with the putter. And yeah, he, yeah, he could. Um, and he's he's super accurate with his backhand. So I I can see him parking that hole. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I think that'd be. It'd be a, it'd be a fun round just just to watch oh, them go out and dominate it. It's like wow. Yeah, it'd be cool. That'd be awesome. So next question, um, who would play you in a movie about your life? Who would play me in a movie? If about you could pick. Here's the only here's the only problem I see with that. There's not that many people that look like me. Yeah. <laughs> and I want somebody that looks kind of like me. Or acts kind of like me. Um, it could be a close comparison. A close comparison. Uh, you know, I'm not. I don't really watch a lot of newer movies, so no. I don't know a lot of the current actors or anything yeah. like that. Um, I honestly probably have to say Josh Hutcherson. Hey, <laughs> that'd be good stuff. Uh, so. Yeah, that that's that's the first person that comes to my mind. I, yeah. I feel like they'd be able to portray. He'd be able to portray me. Yeah. Pretty pretty well. Um, At what point in your life would you want most of the movie to be set in? Uh, like going up to like currently. In any part of your life. My college years. College years. Yes. Okay. That'd be good. I one. mean, I know not much happens to me during college, but. My college yeah. years. I think that. I think my I, college. My college years plus like three or four. Yeah. So I think I would do that as well. So probably early to early to mid twenties. Yeah, I think that'd be solid. Um. Next question. Describe yourself as a car, and or truck, any kind of vehicle. Uh. So this was a little more like 
theoretical. So, so like, kind of like describe my personality as a vehicle? Describe you as a car. You could, you could do it based off um, physical, so, physical appearance, personality. So both. my personality is, you, you may not can tell this, but it's very old school. Old school. I'm very, I'm very old school, very genuine. I, I like plastic things. So like, when it comes to, so when it comes to vehicles, I love old vehicles. Mm-hmm. Like I love restored vehicles. Um, but when it comes, to, when it comes to my physical appearance, I'd probably say that I'm, I'm more like a Ford F one fifty. If that, probably a two thousand three Dodge Ram fifteen hundred. A big old truck. Yeah. Um. But that yeah so like anything old timey, um you know or like a tr- uh, pickup mm-hmm. you know just something like that yeah gotcha I think that'd be solid I I could see that yeah so what about you what 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 how would you describe yourself as a vehicle I I've I've been asked this question before which is why I added it to the list gotcha and when I thought about it I guess my first thought went to how I looked. Because there was uh, a friend of mine at the time, whenever he uh, when he was in the same room when it was asked, and he had roasted me before because he had always said I had a box head. And he said, my head looked like a Jeep. And so he would be like roasting me like that. I thought it was, it was so funny. Mm-hmm. And so I read, like, it was right about that time when he would like be doing that. And it was so funny. Um, but then I guess if we're going off personality... I, at one time, I said um, a Honda Accord. A Honda Accord. I say that because, number one, it's one of the only vehicles. I'm not huge into vehicles, mm-hmm. and so I know it's kind of around me. Like, I see a Chevy out there. I know that's a Chevy. I know it's a Silverado, but it's because everybody has a Chevy Silverados around here. Yeah. And then I know a bunch of the cars. I see a bunch of Accords. I see a bunch of, like, Nissan and stuff. But I said Accord because... I guess I related it to running. Accords aren't necessarily like a really, really fast car. Accords aren't really a really slow car either. They're there for the long haul. They got good gas mileage. Being a cross-country runner, I got good gas mileage, you know? There you go. I feel like um, Accords aren't like too flashy, but they're kind of nice, you know? Like, I wouldn't consider myself a flashy person, but I like to appear well and like keep up, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, did, you you know, you know the disciples drove around in Honda, right? Of course, yeah. Because they were all in one accord. Amen, bro. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. That's an old one. That's, that's funny. That's so old. And Honda Accords are kind of basic, like, but they're a little basic, not too basic. Yeah, I'm a little basic. So I do I do have one question for you before we wrap up. Yeah. So, you're you're a Star Wars fan, correct? Of course. So, out of any of the films. Mm-hmm. Um, which what which character relates most to you? They all relate. Ah, oh. or which which character do you most relate to? I think that yeah, that's how I needed to word it. You know, in my time of random questions, I don't know if this is one I've ever thought about. Because I mean, I thought about a ton of stuff when it comes to Star Wars. Um, I guess like this is one that you need theories. to add to the list. Then. I guess this is one. I guess, <laughs> I guess so. Sometimes I don't get personal with it, but. For me personally, one that I relate to the most, yeah. Anakin was always my favorite character, but I don't think I necessarily relate to Anakin. Like he was just a character that I thought was really cool. I thought I had a really good story, and it was like, like I really wanted him to to do well, even though I knew his fate the whole time. Um, so I wouldn't say Anakin, 
But, um, part of me wants to say Obi Wan. Okay, let me ask: Which Obi Wan? The the one from the prequels or the one from the, one from the prequels? Okay. So me, I, I, I love all Star Wars except for. Um, the majority of the last three. I'm not the biggest fan of so those. I have not seen the very last one. I would say, I I watched them because I love Star Wars and I had hope. Um, nine is a pretty good one. I get, they kind of salvaged the first two. Seven could have seven was good, but seven was only good based off what eight was a gonna was gonna do. And I feel like eight was by far my least favorite Star Wars movie. And so, therefore, it kind of ruined seven for me because all this build up from seven just fell off in eight. So that I felt like they were kind of together. It's kind of like um, Star Wars: A New Hope and Star Wars: Empire Strikes Back. Um, like I think both of those movies are good because they're good together. Like yeah. A New Hope sets up Empire Strikes Back really well, and Empire Strikes Back really carries through. But seven sets up eight very well, and eight kind of falls off. So I think. It, the whole sequel series is... Oh, I could go on top. But back to the question. I'd say prequels, because I kind of grew up on the prequels. They come out around the time like we were growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved Anakin. I love those movies. I love the clones. Um, I think I would say Obi-Wan. I feel like he... He wants to do the right thing. Um, but at times... I mean, he was just a young... Um, he was just a young master to Anakin. And so he didn't necessarily know exactly how to go about that because his, his master had died when he was young and yeah, so I feel like, like yeah and so I feel I feel I, I personally feel like Anakin would have never turned to the dark side of Qui-Gon would have been his yeah. um, his master um, and so I, I think I relate to Obi-Wan because he just wanted to do the best that he could sometimes he didn't feel real capable of it but he always he always seeked growth you know like he was a brother to Anakin Anakin needed a father but um, yeah. Obi-Wan was a really good brother. Um, there's so many times where Obi-Wan's got some light humor. Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of just a, a happy guy, but he's also serious at times. And, like, um, I feel like the way he led was very likable. Um, I, I see some of those qualities in myself. Um, he was a, he cared about those that were around him. And so I think I said Obi-Wan. Okay. So uh, that, that was just a question that came off the top of my head for me. Um, it's a good question. It's I I have to say Obi Wan for the same reason. Yeah. Um, but then I also feel like I would relate more to um C three PO. Yeah. Because you know in the the original three, which is actually four, five, and six. Yeah. In the original three, um, you know C three PO is always worrying and stuff like that. And you know when I was growing up, and I still I still do not as much. But I I worry about mm-hmm. things and so like I and art and you know um I also kind of relate to R two T R two yeah uh, because R two D two was told to stay with the ship with when Anakin like in uh Revenge of the Sith mm-hmm. and that was the last time and because he never saw Anakin again yeah. and so every time that until he was Darth Vader. Yeah. Yeah. And so every time that R two D two was told to stay with the ship, he never stayed with the ship. Mm-hmm. He always was like by their side, like glued. And like for me, like until I get to know 
like bored people. Like I can't. I, I don't like being by myself mm-hmm. in a crowd of people where I don't know anybody until yeah. I get to know them. You know, it's it's yeah. You know, I'm, I'm like yeah. I'm almost, I, I'm, 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 I'm yeah. I'm like glue. Yeah. Um, you trust those that are around you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna wrap up this. We're we're about to wrap, go ahead and wrap up this episode. Um. So sometimes I like to do recommendations. Mm-hmm. Um. I can't think of anything to recommend trying or anything like that. But have you got something? That's actually one of the questions I have on my list. It's really? The it's coming from Nate Ball, who is a um. He's my boss. He's a student pastor at First Baptist. I'm the youth intern there. But I was telling him about my list of questions. And he said one that he was asked one time that he really liked is the general question is, what would you recommend? And it's literally anything. And so he said it's always fun to ask that in a group of people because some people um, go very different directions with it. Like some people might recommend a movie, some music, let's see. Food some people, Advice, food. Yeah. Things like that. I guess my thing I would recommend this week is Neverland 2 by Andy Mineo. I have been listening to that um so much lately it may be my favorite album that he's ever released um and I, I love just about all of his music and I, I don't know how many times I listened to all the way through it's a, it's a shorter album it's got like 14 songs on it but the, the songs are pretty short so mm-hmm. I, would, I would recommend Neverland 2 by Andy Mineo so I just thought of a recommendation so a recommendation for me if y'all have close friends get to know them even better like me and Peyton know yeah. each other like we like we pretty much know everything yeah. about each other. We and he's also my accountability partner. Mm-hmm. Um, if it if you don't know what that is, an accountability partner basically you know checks on you uh, spiritually. You know, at, like ask if you need prayer or anything like that. And like if you're struggling with like a sin or temptation, you can uh, go to like go to your accountability partner and say, "Hey, I'm struggling with this. Can you please pray for me?" Yeah, and they'll definitely be there. So I would I like like I say. Find you a friend, get to know them, and make them your accountability partner if they're willing to. Yeah. So maybe somebody you can trust, somebody that somebody that somebody that you can tell everything to, and they're not going to let that. Yeah. Let that out. Yeah. So, anyways, guys, I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and I will. Go well. You won't see me, but yeah, we'll be back in the next episode. Heck yeah.